Hey listener, this is Ralph from Beer, Blood, and the Bayou, reminding you that if you love our podcast, please rate and subscribe on iTunes, SoundCloud, Classmates.com, or wherever you consume our show. We also want to remind you that if you have any questions, comments, or would like to unload on our latest podcast, please call us at 405-806-0476 or write us at listener at beerbloodbayou.com. Thanks. Beer, Blood, and the Bayou contains adult language, graphic descriptions of delicious hop treats, and real crimes perpetrated in and around the greater Houston metropolitan area. Viewer discretion is advised. Bitches. So we went on a little car ride. That's right. To Mighty Burger. Are we redoing this a third time? I'm sorry. Hey, everybody, take it from the top. Take it from the top. Here we are. Yeah. So, uh, James, now you can tell us about that uh, drifter you uh, you ran over or you you didn't go back for. Say it again. Tell that story again. Yeah. So that was a a deer. (laughs) I thought you said it was a drifter. No, it was on Drifter Street. I heard it was pacific coast highway one it was raining you've been drinking came out of nowhere you hit the drifter with your bmw 3 series anyway is this the plot to you, saw, and, saw what you, you know what's <laughs> you know what's bad is when i hit that person yeah they were still alive and they got up and they said i thought this was a five series <laughs> and then they died so basically before they died they made fun of the car i was driving oh yeah. of course yeah i mean i would too yeah, so, uh, yeah, those, uh, the, we did a quick little podcast in the car. Ten minutes. Is it ten minutes? Yeah. It's ten glorious minutes. Yes, it was pretty good. Yeah, about our trip to Mighty Burger. We're just trying to be productive. My first and last breakfast run there. Yeah, well, the burgers are really good, though. Oh, I, yeah, I guess. I love them. I didn't know that they had breakfast, and yeah, I don't do. think they're known for that. They, they shouldn't you, have breakfast. You also didn't know about the drive-thru, right? Did not. Yeah. Well, probably because that sign looked like it was... Drawn by like a eighth grade cheer squad, yeah. I don't know like on a piece of some board. project. But did you notice though that the, the drive-through speaker is like quintessential like movie trope, horrible squelchy speaker? Did you notice that? Yeah, it, it looked bad. like the thing you uh, attached to your car at a drive-in. It's like an eighties intercom and some old vintage camper or something. It is, but the coffee's pretty good. Yeah, coffee's is okay. Actually, I didn't get the coffee. Mm. Hmm. Anyhow, right. okay, you're still drinking red. Blue. So Go inside, it's like, like a child. A, it's like the. Uh, the film set of Happy Days inside there. It's pretty cool. Yeah. When do you think the uh, the the news is going to come out that uh, excessive drinking of Red Bull or Monster or Bang or whatever those dumb drinks are? Yeah. Is going to be like okay? Guess what? You guys did long term uh, damage to your uh, your heart and lungs. Um, <laughs> this was foolish, and yeah. uh, you better start suing now. It causes tailbone cancer. Um, That's right. So I uh, actually I stopped completely drinking Red Bull except just, for this morning. Just Monster. Well, uh, no, does Monster no, 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 no. come with the sticker that you put in your car, or do you buy that no, no, separate? No. Yeah, some people. Yeah, yeah, the Chads of the world they they buy those separately. But yeah, I've um, I've completely quit. I used to drink one a day at least. I probably did the damage. I mean, it's been like fifteen years. Yeah, let's back up. Or is there yeah. anything that you're really dedicated to? Like, um, I mean, I wouldn't put like a Diet Coke sticker on the back of my car. No. Is there anything you 
Uh, I'm like really into sunglasses, so I like that's why I got that Oakley sticker on mine. You know, I want everyone to know I wear Oakleys. Some that's people, some people yeah. really like their coolers. That's right. I like I like like I like the world to know I need my drinks cold. Isn't that weird? Would y'all be mad if like I had a Hawaiian that. buns sticker on the back of my? I love Hawaiian buns. I love Hawaiian buns. Hawaiian <laughs> buns are good. Yeah. The sweetest of bread. Would y'all make fun of me if I had a sticker and said Hawaiian? No, buns? No, I would. I would cheer you. Some guy he came out with uh, like basically a panel sticker. It's actually metal. And it says instead of Yeti, it says shitty. But like it's like the perfect I mean, logo, same font. font and everything. Yeah. Oh, I know, it's very it's very clever. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, I, yeah, I mean, yeah, like it. but anyhow, like, but you're oh, supposed to. Yeah, but yeah. but the the point is, is that it's like this kind of like metal plastic plaque that you can put on any cooler. You know, oh, okay. pretty, you know, pretty, pretty, pretty. Uh, uh, yeah, okay, whatever. Pretty witty. No. Um, it's like an inside joke on something that's a joke. Yeah, I, I still like Yeti. Okay, so we're gonna go ahead and we're gonna, um, we're gonna play the car clip. We thought it was, you know, a fun little experiment, wasn't it? Yeah, I liked it. It was uh, very spontaneous. Yeah, it was. You guys are so, you know, with it. We brought, yeah. we Witty. brought you guys with us. We were mobile, kind of like the bus trip that we're going to throw. Like, yeah, one of the comedians in car. It's kind of yeah. like that uh, that movie, Pump Up the Volume. That's right. You know, we were driving around in a Jeep, <laughs> just broadcasting. You know, like Happy Harry Hardon was his. That's name? right. Uh, you know, we yeah, but it's like I really relate to Christian Slater. Yeah, I always remember. forget that you have that uh, convertible Fiat too. That's a yeah. made it better. I That's know. right. I just remember being young. I was like, you know, one day I'm going to have my own radio show. Yeah, I know. Like whatever, what doesn't kill me doesn't won't destroy me. I made it eight year old myself. Okay, so we're going to go ahead and cl- uh, cue that clip. So here we Pump go. Pump up the volume. Pump up the volume. <laughs> hey, we're coming to you live. We're, this is a uh, car segment. We are at uh, Breakfast Taco Run on a Sunday morning early. Mighty Burger. Somebody came. Somebody showed up hung over this morning. So he comes to my house at 8.30, or I guess 9, and uh, a lot of drinking last night. How many missed calls did you have this morning? Four. But uh, it's okay. I'm here too, by the way. But I was crossfitting. So that's <laughs> was that's Josh. I'm turning around and not making it here. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, we're sitting in uh, the Mighty Burger uh, drive-up line for a mighty long time too. For it's mighty, it's <laughs> taking a while. <laughs> they actually do take. A, it's going to be a while. Oh, that's right. We have plenty of time, by the way. Do we now? Yeah, I mean, might as well just talk about things. Yeah. So, uh, tell us what you did last night. Me? Yeah. Uh, I went to the Spindle Tap. Uh, anniversary party yesterday. VIP passes? No, just regular Joe pass. Just passes. Yeah, uh, I, I heard a lot of people went with VIP passes. Really? When well, I didn't get Most one. Most of them. Did you guys? You guys got one? I didn't get. I, well, I just threw mine away. I don't. I'm not really into that. Yeah. Huh. Okay. Yeah. So I uh, had a few cocktails last night. Wait, is that second anniversary for Spindle? Fourth. 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 Wow. Yeah, wow. man, they've been around for a while. Your whole family went. Yeah, the the whole family went. Yeah, well, I took my whole family to a uh, baby included to a brewery yesterday. Really, bearded fox, of course. Of course, we did a little uh, crafting with crafts. We made uh, Christmas ornaments. Oh, yeah, it was great. Uh, mine were the best, by the way. Why do you say that? I mean, were they? Were, <coughs> was there like was there like a contest or? Well, I mean, you know, at, you know, at some point everyone just kind of gave up, but um, you know, because they saw mine. Yeah. Uh, you know, I'm the one that watched the Pinterest videos. I'm the one that uh, went to the dollar store. You know, so it was very, uh, you know, it was important that I had to come prepared. Did you go to Joanne's on the way there? Get some fabrics. <laughs> Magnolia Farms. <laughs> no, I went to the Dollar Tree. I believe is what it's called. Uh, Did you have to bring your own de- bring your own decorations? Uh, no, I brought my decorations for everybody. It was actually for the kids. And, oh, okay. Uh, you know, we just uh, took it over. So interesting. That is cool. Yeah, had about uh, I don't know 
seven really really good beers yesterday over at bearded fox and uh hopefully over a seven hour period uh it was over a four minutes. hour period mm. we were there for a very long four and a half hour period um and there was a, a really strange taco truck there i'd never seen before so it's uh, called strange tacos no but it was uh, it was very weird because uh uh on their on their menu in the front it said tacos were 225 each and i was like okay great i'll give me two so you know, quick math, it's four fifty, and then they ring me up there. Okay, here you go, five seventy five. I'm like, taco tax. I don't know what this is. And then I was like, okay. And they asked for a tip. You know, it was like one of the Apple Pays. And yeah, I was like, oh, fuck that. I guess I'll tip on top of that. And then I'm like, okay, I'll tip two bucks or whatever. I was like, how much are all these tacos? You know, I'd even ask. And uh, and then uh, there they had quesadillas there too. Oh, hold on, hold on. Hi, how are you? Oh, 1466. Here we go. Hang on one second. Someone didn't know that we were going to have to pay for this. Yeah, here you go. Thanks. So, you know, speaking of that tip machine thing, I went to take... Hey, by the way, we're about to get one right now. Every Saturday, I take uh, the little one to uh, get uh, ice cream at a local yogurt place. Yeah. It's one of the ones where you make your own, get your own candy, everything. And the machine, as of this week, now has the same line for a tip. So let me get this straight. I just literally made the entire yogurt. You You push it down. Yeah. You put on the candy yourself, yeah. and then he wants a tip. Yeah. Why is that even legal? I don't know. I mean, they did process the transaction, so... And yes. here we go. We're literally the exact Is this thing. a metal American Express card? No, it's it's like... It's not oh, actually a real metal. that's the first time I've seen a black one. No, it's... <laughs> Let's see here. Oh, thanks, man. Signing my my receipt for me. I appreciate that. There you are. Oh, thank you. Thank you. No problem. You just tipped twenty five percent. Can we can we talk can we talk about that real quick? What's that? So, um, you signed my credit card slip, and you tipped her what fifteen percent? It said twenty five. Twenty five percent. Why did you do that? I think no. He added a box for thirty. Yeah, well, hey, let me ask you. Tip. Did you? I, no, I tipped twenty five dollars. Did you? Did you feel guilty? Is that like you know? Because sometimes what they do is they, you know, they hand you the receipt. It's right there. You're looking at them. They're looking at you. And like we just saw her. She seemed like a really nice lady, right? Oh yeah, yeah. Wait, wait. Uh, yeah, absolutely. And I actually have a, a, a funny story about. Uh, Something that happened to me at a restaurant yesterday. Okay, but yeah, sorry. Okay, well, but anyhow, so she's looking at you. You're looking at her, and you're like, "Hey, fuck it, it's not my money." And then, oh, that's right. And that's so right. you just like, yeah, okay. Not to mention, you just bought me like an eight dollar burger. I did. For did breakfast. I? Oh yeah, because you got double meat, right? It's like when your friends ask to play a credit card roulette, and you're like, "I'm out." <laughs> at the bar. Oh yeah, yeah. You never play. Uh, no. So listen, to this. so I, I uh, after uh, I had to work a little bit in the morning yesterday and I, I wanted to go get some of the you ever you ever have that green sauce from Chewy's oh yeah it's, it's amazing yeah it's delicious so I was like well we're gonna go up to the brewery let's, uh, let's grab some sauce I'm not sure what kind of food truck they had there so I'll have some sauce and some chips at least to have dip or whatever so I go there I was like oh let's take a couple minutes I have a margarita while I wait Drink a margarita in the rocks. The large one was delicious. Drink it really fast. It was delicious. Uh, and then I went to drink the second one. And then I was down just at the spit at the bottom. <laughs> and uh, the, the girl goes to hand me my uh, receipt and my uh, and like with my credit card thing on it. You know, she slides it over to me, knocks over my drink and spills it. I was like, gotta uh, make me another one. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and she's like, free margarita. That's right. And so she's like. It was only a little bit left in there. I was like, that's the best part. <laughs> <laughs> I was saving that. 
God. You're a fucking dick, I man. know, so listen to this. So, so she comes out. I got this <laughs> two gigantic monster bags of chips, some queso, and some of that green sauce. And she No puts, way I would trust that. She puts it... No, it was all right. So she puts it in a, like a brown paper bag. And, you know, I, I, I hadn't eaten anything that... <clears throat> hadn't eaten anything that day. I was... And I maybe had a margarita buzz a little bit. A little bit. buzz. So I walk outside and, uh, you know, I put it in the back of the car. And when I get to the house, I go to take it out of the back of the car. And I grabbed it by the corner of the paper bag. Bag, and it slips and it, the bag rips and then falls on a corner smash and I'm like, oh, shit. she got you, I, you know, so i start walking inside and I'm, the bag is getting colder and colder i'm like how the hell is this possible so i go inside and inside the bag itself the gigantic 17 dollar 32 ounce creamy jalapeno sauce had busted open and it leaked out in the bag. Oh, man. And I was like, ah, oh, fuck. That's when you just dip those chips in that bag. So, hey, no, 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 no. That's a new no, queso I, container. No. I, had to throw, I had to throw it away. So, old me gets mad, gets defeated, says, fuck it. New drunk me said, I'm calling there and say they fucking didn't put the top on. So, called back to Chewy's and said, Yeah, I was just up there and I bought some fucking uh, $17 uh, creamy ranch sauce. Oh, here we go, here we go. Oh. Can you catch up with your vegetable? Uh, yeah, sure. Why not? Yeah. Pick it up. And, uh, no. All right, have a good morning. Thank you. Thank you. Bye bye. All right. So you're kind of. Just go right over here. We need the uh, yeah Red Bull. Need the old Red Bull. Yeah, thanks. So uh, go back up there. Sure enough, another big gigantic thing of green sauce and queso. So I well, you went back. You went back. You damn right, I did. Uh, An hour wow. and fifteen minutes later, said I'll be back up there at one forty-five. Come back an hour and fifteen later. <laughs> yeah. Come back home and the family's polishing off that bag of cheese. So no, hold on. I, so was it was no was the but the queso was intact, right? Yeah, the queso was fine. Oh, okay, but okay, I understood. I uh, the other day went to. Waterburger and got this. I was Eric at this meal sometimes where I get eggs, sausage, and bacon only, and they put it in this little styrofoam container. And I had it under my arm at work, and I was walking in stride. It fell out of my arms in mid stride. My right leg caught it as I was falling, and I punted it oh, in wow. the parking lot. <laughs> I, in slow motion, I watched it fall. I punted it like a football, and it flew open and eggs all over. Hey, wait, listen, listen, listen to this. In this very car, one time I was. Uh, I had uh, stopped it. I was starving. I got to work, whatever, like really early. And then there's a Shipley's uh, not that far from the office. Best and place. I, yeah, I know. And, I, and they have some of the best kolaches there. Oh, number one. Got a big old thing. I don't of, know about that. Got a big old thing of coffee. Got a... Uh, that's a car rider line. Uh, and uh, got a big old thing of coffee and two kolaches. I go and uh, I go and grab one of the kolaches. And I go to bite into it, and the fucking wiener fell out on the floor. Gross. Yeah. Did you pick it That's up? Disgusting. I, Did what? you pick it up? Eventually, yes. Yeah. But I was like, I stared at this empty, lo- this empty bread <laughs> with cheese in it. I was like, I can't eat this. <laughs> this would well, be weird. That's like I'm not a, eating bread and cheese. A, isn't there a five minute rule in hot dogs? When uh, uh, not, no, not in this car. <laughs> no, I'm, right, I'm going to go get my Red Bull. Hey, All right. My car's not that dirty. Okay. Oh, that was hilarious. Man, that was funny. Wasn't Didn't it? like uh, it. Can Damn. I tell you right now, uh, there is still half of that disgusting Mighty Burger downstairs. Really? Won't be eating it. Yeah. No. We'll give it to our well, third so I caller. Think Mighty Breakfast Burger. So I think where you went wrong, though, is because it was initially a biscuit, you know? Uh-huh. And then they said, do you want the Texas Toast? Excuse me. Excuse yeah. me. It yeah. was advertised as the Texas Toast Mighty Breakfast Burger. Oh, it was. There was no burger well, no, no, because they asked you, I thought they asked you originally, do you want the biscuit or do you want Texas toast? And you had said Texas toast. Yes, but that was because it was advertised as Texas toast. Otherwise, I never would have gotten it. Oh, okay. 
But I, but I demand a refund. To mm-hmm. your point, to your point, I didn't pay for it, but I want money. To your point, though, they should have put um, more proteins on that sandwich. On that 100%, gigantic sandwich, hundred percent. Yeah. More meat. That's yeah. what she said. So did you guys hear uh, there was a black mass at Brash Brewing? Isn't that the name of a movie? A pirate flag? What, black mass? Yeah, a or pirate? a TV show, like a pirate. I think it's a pirate ship. It's a, yeah. Black mass is a, it's a satanic ritual. Uh, an old wooden ship. My next guess yeah. was like a tumor. No, and so there was a, there was a really big protest from the uh, Catholic Church, and there was like, I think, 100, 200 protesters well, which one? Which one is it? A hundred or two hundred? Yeah, I know. Mean, no, I'm I writing this down. I wasn't there, but well, I, I did see some pictures. There, it's, there was a lot of protesters. Fake news. No, no. Well, you know, give it up to the Catholics, man. They will protest. Exactly. Uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, like there was. Uh, anytime you ever see like a Planned Parenthood, there's always like one dude at least standing out there with some horrendous picture. You yeah. Know, in mm-hmm. front of it. So the continuing retort between the Satanists and the Catholics, which I can't even believe I'm having this conversation, is uh, the whole. Uh, pre-sex scandal pedophilia you know what i'm talking about oh so the satanists are now leaning into the lead into the priests yeah oh they are they're saying wait are so the are you telling me that people who consider themselves to be satanists yeah. are now saying they are they hold the moral high ground because some people in this uh uh institutional backwards religion got caught doing something and mind you we're talking about uh you know, while there is a lot, I mean, what's the percentage? Catholicism is the largest single religion in the country or in the, in the, on the planet. I in believe. The yeah, I think, Islam. I think, I think Muslim, Islam is. Yeah, I think it's Islam. Well, yeah, okay, but there's so many. Enough. There's so many sects of Islam. Yeah, I mean, you're talking about the Shias and the Sunnis. Okay, I see what you're saying. Okay, we're talking about as, as supposedly being under one faith, under one maybe even leadership. You know, the Vatican, like uh, Catholicism, is the largest subsect. That's right. Cool. Yeah. um, So, but the thing, you know, the thing that's really, I think, interesting about Satanism. Oh, that's a good way to start a conversation. And I can't believe I'm saying that. But um, it's really the whole thing. They don't really actually believe in Satan. Okay. It's, it's, it's a fucking troll. The whole thing. No, of course it is. And, and, which by the way, to me is just showing that's the absence of religion. Yeah. You know, that's all exactly. That's what it is. It's because yeah. people need something like this. Yeah. It's just like, uh, I mean, yeah, I think some people who, so have, you're saying they're atheists at the end of the day. Exactly. When, that's it. I mean, they're not, they don't believe in the deity. They don't actually real. I mean, when they, but they need something to do, right. But they need somewhere to focus energy. Same yeah. thing with like environmentalists and extreme left wingers and extreme right wingers. It's the absence of. Uh, with where it, well you know, yeah, or any much. sort of religion you've got to have faith 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 that's, <laughs> that's, what, right. that's what he said I mean, that's George what he Michael said, yeah. knew what he was talking about oh he knew yeah uh, but so where was this uh, protest you speak of so it was across the street from the brewery um, which on, one at Flying Saucer Pie no <laughs> which brewery it is no. near there yeah it is near there you're right no, which one uh, Brash Brewing Brash Oh, that's your favorite, isn't that where your, you, fa- your favorite? Your favorite one? That's where Brower always goes. Uh, trolls hosting trolls. Oh God, I love I like Brash. Okay, well, you know, their whole motif a is a little. Uh, I mean, they're they're like angry and kind of weird and no like, air conditioning. A lot of they, they look like uh, instead of saying you know my pleasure, like they say at uh, at Chick Fil A, they'll give you the finger. You know, <laughs> yeah. like hey, this is our thing. We're like dicks. You know, last resort. <laughs> How the fuck you like your beer? Yeah, hey, AC is for sissies. You <laughs> Unless know, it's hey, ACDC. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's oh, that's so funny. Yeah, either logo is kind of dumb. Like, what is it? Like a weird skull with a hat on it or something? Eating a bat. Shit. It's a bo- bobby hat. <laughs> Man. God, you got a lot of hate over there. No, I mean, I, I, look. Uh, okay. I, I get a theme. I get it. You know, but 
don't act like this is like some kind of way of life. You know, like you are, you, what do you just, you, you live to be mean and into heavy rock and roll. Kind of like you, except for the rock and roll part. Yeah, well, I'm a little more uh, diversified than that. He likes the 50s rock. Yeah. Elvis. Oh, I absolutely do. I make my kids listen to the, well, I think, I think Brower would fit, you'd fit right in, man. Cause like you hate everything and everyone and uh, you like beer. So. Yeah. For about three months a year when there's no need for an AC. Yeah. I think, they, I think I, though, Brower, I like if, if they were to call you and say, Hey, would you be interested in being a partner? No cost. You could probably show up with a Guns N' Roses shirt on. Like, <laughs> Dude, like are, yeah, I would. Wait, are you, I, I, I am cheap, man. I would sell, <laughs> I would, I'll sell jewel right now. Yeah. You know, like the, uh, like the, the, the e-cigs man if yeah. you wanted me to huh. are you nuts <laughs> i mean there's no I would, oh, you want to do a vape based brewery that's right. he, he would go to an elementary school and pass out jewels jewel if it was kits. legal if it was, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, my, my morals take a back seat to money man <laughs> <laughs> oh man uh, no, what know. you do is you just you do like Bezos did, right? You know, you, Bezos. Yeah, everyone's Bezos. all everyone's all over him for not paying any taxes. That guy just gave ninety eight and a half million dollars to like thirty something different homeless charities. Yeah. So he's like, he's like, hey, hey, everybody, look at me. I'm a, I'm giving out a lot of money well, here. He also gets to deduct that too. So it's even yeah, but you know, a percentage of it, not all of it. I know, but it's it's you know, yeah, yeah, good for him. Okay, so are you ready to move on to the blood section? Well, so I mean, are you pro Satanists or pro? What are you? What are you? Uh, so here's so kind of where I lie is you know grew up in a family that was very heavy on religion, uh, Lakewood religion. Oh, and, that's right. Uh, <laughs> and if you're good, then God will be good. That's right. That's, that's right. right. Come on, Kanye. <laughs> so, I used to watch him when he was at like a trailer. Yeah, house trailer park. Not a trailer park. No, it was, it was just a very. It, there was like probably 500 people when I started going in the. Late eighties, used to so. have potluck dinner. Yeah, I started going, and it was just him, uh, acoustic guitar, and a fire, and it was yeah. like, you know, just like strumming the guitar, like talking about the good news. Yeah, that's right. His wife played the washboard, and his son played like the <laughs> the honey bottle or whatever. That's right. It always starts off with an acoustic guitar, doesn't it? Yeah. It does. uh, so anyhow, I, uh, I, you know, I oh I, my lord, lord, lord. So there's a certain level, C-cord. certain level of respect for, um, you know, Christianity and. My mother, God rest her soul, mm-hmm. she would fucking turn over in her grave if she knew I went to like a Satanistic ritual, now, which I really don't care about. And I know at the end of the day, it's just an expression of like atheism and they don't really, you know, literally worship the devil. Um, I don't know, man. I just, it's more out of respect, I think, for my family than anything. It's bored people looking for somewhere to channel their hate energy. Like you in a podcast. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I, I, I'm not channeling any hate. This is all positive. Yeah, okay. I'm positive that this is what's happening. <laughs> you are literally hating haters right now. That's right. That's what you do. That's right. I turn around on them. You hate haters. <laughs> you hate everything. You hate me. Yeah, it's hate- like I'll, I always say, you know, I don't really hate or love anything. I just... Uh, or like or love, I just hate everything within a certain degree. Like you know, my kids and my wife, I hate them the least. You know, like <laughs> which technically the person you love the most is also the person you hate the least. Uh, so it's kind of a if wash. you think about it, yeah, you know, and and like the, I mean, I'd arguably say Hitler is the most hated person ever, right? I certainly would say I love him the least. Mm-hmm. So, you see how it works? I guess. So all this Hitler, devil, and hate talk, we'll be all <laughs> thinking about Thanksgiving this week. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm super excited for Turkey Day. We're, uh, we are flying out tomorrow morning, uh, which is Monday of Thanksgiving week, for Las Vegas. What did y'all ask for for Thanksgiving from your family? 
or a juicy ham. What do, you, what do you mean? Ask oh, for? so uh, since Ashley's Jewish, I we compromise now, and Thanksgiving we open presents. Are you serious? Yeah. Oh, and we right. also wait. Do you wait? Only you don't do Christmas morning. Well, she's Jewish, so, so we you do, can still do it. We do. Um, we wake up and say Merry Thanksgiving and open presents. Mm-hmm. And Are you serious? We write songs like that. Well, this year we wrote a song called "This is uh, the First No Hell." Because they don't believe in hell. You are so funny. <laughs> I uh, that's pretty good. Are you are you thinking about converting to Judaism? He already has. You don't see. We'll talk later. Yeah, you don't see that menorah over there. He's already. He's already you don't see me over here nibbling on this gefilte fish. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, I mean, you know, look, that's uh, you know, they are the chosen people. I mean, it's they a are hell of a religion to jump on board. J- JC was a Jew. That's he right. Was a carpenter as well. Yeah, he was a carpenter. Well, I'm excited for Thanksgiving though. Good food. Going yeah, to, going to Huntsville myself. So, uh, do you guys do ham at your uh, holidays Thanksgiving? We're doing a turkey. It's ham stuffed in turkey. Oh, that's right. That's right. <laughs> is, that, is that a real thing? Yes. No, it's not. Is it? It I is ham and a turkey. It's called a herkiator. It's a ham and a turkey and an alligator. <laughs> <laughs> it's what super wealthy people do on Thanksgiving. <laughs> Yeah, well, we'll be... Uh, we'll be but it's I'll, a full alligator. I'll think about it when we're having our catered things. You open its mouth and just reach in there and grab that meat out. <laughs> it's a live alligator. Yeah. If you're lucky, you get food. Oh, or you are God, food. that's so funny. Okay. We're going we're gonna to go ahead and switch over. All right. We will be right back. Right back. Blood. After this. It's right, bloody. We'll be right back after the... Eth- And we're back. Hey, everybody. <laughs> Man, nothing like getting a good giggle in before the blood check. <laughs> well, I'm tired. And I wanna go to, I'm just trying to think about where I'm going to lay down. Right. <laughs> I can get those off. <laughs> uh, so maybe we should just jump right into this one. I guess. Uh, what are you because doing? What is this? This was something that happened. It's, as we agreed, as long as it's tied to Houston. Yeah. Ish. Guy named Houston. Yeah. <laughs> we can uh, talk about it. The murder of Bill Houston. Yes. This happened June 27th in 1930. Oh, my God. It's so long ago. In Amarillo, Texas. Yeah, in Amarillo, see? (laughs) (laughs) The year's 1930. (laughs) I take offense to that. Yeah, the stock market just crashed, everybody. We're deep in the deep in the <laughs> okay, okay, I'm calling, enough. please. Okay. See y'all. <laughs> Look at here, you see? So at, at 10.30 a.m. Yeah, June yeah, 27th. 19.30 a.m. Amarillo. <laughs> Keep on going, Josh Ames. <laughs> Go ahead. Okay. That's so, what you used to do. It was, it was uh, June 27th, 1930 in Amarillo, Texas. 10.30 in the morning. When... Eva Payne was driving with her son, Alfred Jr., along the interstate. Yeah. And she started seeing smoke in her car. Oh. oh. Moments later, the car exploded. Whoa. Seriously injuring Alfred and her son and instantly killing Eva. Can you stop real quick? Yeah. I was driving around with Kirk one time when we were in high school, and then all of a sudden smoke started coming out of his vents. It was a jewel. No. So I immediately thought back at that, you know, that scene in Casino. At the very beginning, where like mm. Bobby D gets blown up. Oh yeah, I was like, "Oh my god, get out!" So we fucking like jump out of the car, 
and nothing happens. Uh, I remember one time I saw smoke in the car, but that was because I was uh, driving around some neighborhood streets shooting uh, Roman candles out of the car, and I thought the, it was done, and I pulled it back in. And the, well, no, one last one shot up in the roof of the car. Well, I it wasn't mine. I was in the passenger seat, yeah. and the driver. Yeah, the car wasn't his, and uh, yeah, uh, sparks and smoke went everywhere, and uh, we were like swerving all around the road. It was the middle of the night. Just that reminds stop. me of that party in college where I was walking around in my sweet ash beige <laughs> canvas Abercrombie pants with carpenter po- pants, carpenter bro, with pockets. Yeah, and realized that with my right leg was getting a little warm, and then I noticed I was a little bit smoking. And then I realized that someone had put a lit cigarette in my cargo pocket. Of the <laughs> in, your, in that pocket where the, where the ruler I was goes. literally you know, on fire. The pocket's about three inches high, about two yeah. inches wide, just enough for like, I don't know what was worse. cigarette to slide. Who did? Did he do it? I don't know what's worse. No. Uh, I wish. That sounds like something you would do. I don't know what hurt worse. That's somebody on fire. <laughs> what hurt worse was the fact that someone did that to me or the fact that I grabbed it and like burnt my finger grabbing a lit cigarette <laughs> in my own pocket. Uh, no, 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 no. I thought it was in the pocket where your phone was, and then you started feeling it again. Oh, that's high, right. I thought my phone you was. you started slapping it on your on your leg, and like sparks of shit were flying. It was, I forgot about that. Yeah, that, that's when phones first came out. I yeah, just, you had like the Nokia. I just switched from uh, the pager, and those got really hot, those old Nokias. Although the new Nokia Razor looks pretty sweet. But, you, know. <laughs> you know what's really weird is, uh, this is how old we are, uh, I guess getting a phone was so new to us uh, that my very first phone was in your name, Josh. <laughs> you got yeah, I don't remember. Me, you, and Rocky all got phones together on the same plan. <laughs> I remember it was like a quarter of text no, at no, first. No, <laughs> you couldn't, no, a text better count. I remember it was like, I, remember, I think we each had to pay like 25 bucks or something. And it was like a pain in the ass. You know, it literally, it literally used to be like a quarter a text. And I remember someone. And Rocky would be like, did you pay Josh's month? <laughs> That's why I went He's broke. like, fuck him, I'm not paying I remember one of our friends in particular was a textaholic back when you had to pay per text. Yeah. And he would text and he would be like, hey, are you going tonight? And I would say yes. And then he would say, are you sure? And I'm like. I'm gonna have to talk to him later about that lab. I'm not paying a quarter to respond again. Shit adds up, you know. I don't have time to respond. I've already told you I can't afford a quarter for a double response. God, you're also using like the T9 keyboard too. Yeah, oh, yeah, it was the QWERTY. Oh uh, yeah, that was oh, before that was QWERTY. Stuff. No, no, just you only have. The, okay, sorry. Let's go, let's go. So somebody blew up. We right. So smoke in the car. Yeah, smoke uh, in the car blowing up. Help arrived shortly after the explosion. That's only to find. Eva's badly mangled body had been ejected from the car to a nearby sidewalk, and Alfred was found at a nearby fence, Poor uh, sitting Alfred. down crying. So oh, he was alive. He, he survived. Yeah. So can you imagine um, 10-year-old son who had to witness this? So 38-year-old Alfred Sr., who was a respected attorney in town, received a phone call that his son had been badly injured and his wife was dead. Uh, he had a client in his office, so he got up and his client drove him to the nearby explosion and he was said to have had no emotion when he saw his wife's disfigured body on the ground, which is a little abnormal. Uh, he told us, he told I authorities, this, I know where this is going. Go ahead. He told the authorities that his son had been recently been playing with firecrackers and was interested in trying to make dynamite for the 4th of <laughs> July 
coming up. <laughs> yeah, right. And he had probably left some in the car. Yeah, right. Okay. Sounds yeah. legit. Plausible. Right. It would later be found that he was correct about the dynamite. Uh, there were three sticks of dynamite fashioned together by a crude machine that was found under the driver's side seat of the exploded car. Huh. So Alfred Sr. immediately offered a $1,000 reward to anyone who could solve this case. He could give it to himself and then he right. could turn himself in. So no leads were coming in, obviously. Yeah, right. So he, a few days later, he followed up about the crime to the Amarillo newspaper, uh, I think it was the Globe, and asked Gene Howell, who was the editor-in-chief, to investigate the case. I guess that's okay. where you go. Yeah, chief. Yeah, that, uh, the <laughs> yeah, yeah, Amarillo see? Globe here, 1930. Yeah, Amarillo. <laughs> <laughs> Strangely enough, the paper was already on the case. They had already interviewed Alfred Sr.'s secretary, Verona Thompson, and she was very open about discussing the case and said that she, in fact, was having an affair with Albert Sr., and she was told that as soon as his wife was out of the picture, they would be getting married. Mm. Right. Always for the... Always the case. And guess what? Several other women started coming forward saying that they, too, were having an affair with... Alfred Sr. He was fucking well. everybody. Right. He was in a relations. popular attorney wow. in town. And furthermore, they found that he had the old insurance policies purchased for... Not only his wife, but all three of his kids. The old insurance scam. Right. And as old as time itself. This is what's really fucked up. The morning of the explosion, he had chosen to walk his do- his youngest daughter with him to work. And his let his son ride in the car uh, with his mom. His o- oldest daughter was at a friend's house. So he That's a, like he, the ultimate playing favorite. So hold on. He right. had a favorite. Oh, my God. Yeah. That is horrible. Right. And the son Wait, was interviewed. Do you have a favorite kid? No, not at all. No, Hit pause and let's talk about no. it. <laughs> so I, okay. I mean, they're, they're just they're they're children. I mean, they're, they're no, both in it. I know. I'm I'm serious. I mean, I just I couldn't even. First why of all, you, this, why are you winking to him? <laughs> this guy's the boy, a boy. The boy. This guy's obviously a sociopath. I mean, you know, he's able to kill people. So of course, he probably does have a yeah. He lacks. Well, you're about to be really empathy. About to be really what? Go ahead. Pissed off. Okay, what? When his son was interviewed, he remembered in the car shortly before the explosion when they started seeing smoke that his mom looked over at him and said, it's okay, uh, your dad had said if we ever see smoke in the car to drive faster and it will put the smoke out. Really? Oh. So that's what she was doing right before the explosion. She was basically bringing more oxygen into the car. To, wow, to like let the fire keep right. going. So, obviously, Gene Howell, who uncovered all this, the editor of The Globe, went straight to the DA and said, hey, this is the guy that asked me to help is the guy that did this. Yeah. So, Alfred Sr. was arrested alongside his secretary, who was later released of any charges. Um, But when he was arrested, he had two sealed envelopes. Um, There were letters addressed to both the sheriff and the chief of police, and the letters were identical. He had claimed in the letters that an underground criminal organization syndicate, uh, the of, Foot Clan, of safe blowers, what mistakenly had targeted his wife. Safe crackers. That's they called it. Safe blowers. Like, yeah, gotcha. It's this is the 1930s Broward. Yeah, sorry. Right. See, <laughs> right. Well, the police didn't buy the letters. Good police work. We have very good police right. work. Yes. Remember, this happened on the 27th of July. This all happened pretty quick. Okay. While in jail on August 9th, he wrote. A 63-page confession from his cell. A manifesto. Right. 63 pages. He admitted murdering his wife and how, the attempted how, murder of his son. How is it that long, though? I mean, how is that 63 pages? 
I mean, where do you start off? You just the, add the numbers together. The morning right? was golden with dew. Well, I I'm going to tell you some I of the stuff. I put my left foot in my pack. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Okay. Uh, in the letter, he was begging to be sent to the electric chair. He refused to be called insane and in great detail wrote about what he had done. Um, he also wrote a letter to Gene Howe, the editor. Word for word, this is what he said to Gene Howe. If there is any delay in my trip to the electric chair, it will be the fault of the state of Texas and will be over my protest, for I want to go as quickly as the law will allow me to go. And I want to say further, although I am a nervous man, if you want to come see me in Huntsville, there's the tie-in. There we go. And see me electrocuted, you will be more scared. This is how he wrote it. You will be more scared of seeing me die than I will be of dying. So he's kind of almost really, threatening him to come. Well, I know, but it's overcompensation. It, this is that's all it is. He's, he's like, "You're gonna kill me? Well, fuck you! I'm gonna kill me." You know. Right. Well, <laughs> it gets it gets better. Like okay, said. okay. So he had a brief visit from his eldest daughter and now crippled son. Oh, he's crippled. in jail before his Rock. electric chair. So sad. Death date in Huntsville. Um, the kids left later that night around midnight. He was said to say good night to his fellow prisoners and went to his cell. It was there that he laid alone and ignited nitroglycerin, destroying himself in a portion of the cell. Where did he get, where was, did he get, where did he get nitroglycerin? They were unable to uncover how it was he was keistered. It must have. Yeah, I guess have. his kids brought, I mean, that's to this day, oh, they don't know how right. he was yeah, able to maybe. get it. God, so he blew himself up. And finally in this, this is the worst part of the, I thought of the whole thing is that he asked to be buried by his wife. Fucking weird. Which was denied by the family. Thank God. Yeah. Wow. The wow. End. The end. That Do you was, want more? No, that was good. That was a good little. Yeah, that was a good little ditty, man. I like that one. Do you like that? I yeah. heard so that. Is this Months. one of the? Is this a, a a segment of short stories? Do we yes. have a, like three more behind this? <laughs> yes. <laughs> story uh, two. It's story yeah. two. No, that was good. I didn't know anything about. I never even heard. Yeah, of it. Uh, Huntsville, Houston. We went to Huntsville for college. I mean, you see that big tie-in. Uh, where did you? Where did you run across this story from? Uh, place called the amarillo globe see it was on microfiche <laughs> curious stories on uh youtube i think it was curious stories was where i found that story and then just some further research amarillo yeah. yeah yeah interesting yeah very good okay well i guess we'll go ahead and wrap up this uh section not segment section yeah segment that's what we stay tuned it. next week for story two yeah <laughs> creepy stories is this like your uh you know uh every time the headlights would flash a man would come up behind in the back seat with an axe remember <laughs> that story no Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, that's scary stories to tell in yeah. the dark. But it's it's also like a urban legend too. So, okay, Brow, are you ready? Let's do this. Okay, we will be right back after this. Very good luck, Hud. Everybody, we're back with the Bayou section. So Sorry, we didn't uh, we didn't deliver last week. I know that uh, so many people privately emailed me and called me, sent me letters, paged carrier you. pigeons, paged me, no. sent me messages no. that we did not have it last week. We didn't have Again, it though. We didn't lies. We didn't have it. But anyway, it was because we ran. Oh, along that's right. And uh, yeah, it was we a week before that was so. excellent. Yeah, I wanted to bring this up last week, but uh, good news is it's still going on. 
You guys have ever been to the Turkey Leg Hut? Hunt? Hut, H-U-T. No. I've heard of it. Yeah, so the, first of all, I'd never even heard of it until they uh, discovered them on social media. They have a wild social media game. Who's ever running their show over there needs to be commended because they are kicking butt. Um, 217,000 followers. That's what? right. I do and, believe. This and is, they're verified. This is a restaurant in, down in the Third Ward just south of Midtown. And uh, I do believe this is part of the the uh, food truck conversion to brick and mortar because I do believe they have a food truck operation still, and they have a food they have a brick and mortar location. So right now they're facing some serious uh, problems. Or turkey legs. That's right. Well, it's actually more than turkey leg. It's turkey leg, and they like a lot of time they spill over like uh, mac and cheese over top of it, or like uh, all kinds of. It's delicious. When okay. I think of turkey leg, I think of Renaissance. Festival. This, yeah, exactly. I think they took that concept and then and then just brought it to you know um, to the food truck. No so, jousting. No jousting. That's right. So they uh, they are wildly successful. I mean, I think their product is great mixed with a great social media game. Mm -hmm. And uh, this is the kind of place that has uh, lines wrapped around the door. They serve food until they run out. So I think because uh, I, I follow them, haven't been there yet, um, but I know they're wildly I popular. Do, uh, I, I have some friends, Brendan and Jenna. What's uh? So they went, they waited three hours for a fucking turkey like Yeah, it's, it's insane. What? Yeah, so here's what's happening That's right ridiculous. right now yeah. and they actually they they had, they had a press conference uh, last week the two owners press conference wow. yeah that's right they're getting national attention right now uh, this was all over i think i even saw this on the daily mail they've had a lot of celebrities go through there too by the way yeah like it's uh, very popular yeah so uh <clears throat> residents i got this article from uh, channel 13 abc uh residents near a beloved houston restaurant are suing the owners claiming the smoke coming from the property is toxic the turkey Lake hut opened in 2015 and moved to the new location on Almeda Road last year. Plaintiffs such as Patricia Bird reported smoke billowing into their homes almost immediately. Wow. As their business grew, the more obnoxious the odor became, Bird said. I've experienced increased shortness of breath and increased wheezing, headaches, and depletion of energy. Uh, Chris Feldman. symptoms. Uh, yeah, I know. The plaintiff's attorney, attorney claims the business is operating the outdoor cooker illegally, saying it violates city ordinances. He also points out that the residents were there first and claims they've tried to contact the business directly to come up with the resolution. All five of these plaintiffs lived in the area prior to this business beginning its operation, Feldman said. A court ordered the business to stop using the smoker between 8 p.m. and 6 a.m., but the plaintiffs say that's not enough. We allege the Turkey Leg Hut's illegal operations create a range of activity that is harmful to people in the pro and property. With, not with a noxious stream of pollutants that permeate the neighborhood, the restaurant is public health risk. In more ways than one, Feldman said in a written, written statement. Unlike a neighbor who occasionally holds a backyard barbecue or even comparable restaurants anywhere else in Houston, the Turkey Leg Hut is a veritable, unregulated, and unenclosed illegal outdoor meat smoking factory. Employees of the restaurant said that they that was were... was your nickname in college. That's right. They were aware of the complaints, but believe the lawsuit is an exaggerated response to a neighborhood complaint. Now... So I have thoughts on this. Yeah, I bet you do. I bet you do. That's right. Which so, is very surprising. I understand. I, I completely understand what's going on, and I can kind of see it from both sides. Now, could you imagine? Now, this is this what this is. This is the city's no, zoning laws coming back to bite them. So you know, you have all forms of residents in this area, and uh, oh, probably a lot of new development, a lot mm -hmm. of. Uh, you know, recently gentrified area, and then you have this uh, turkey leg hut that became wildly popular. 
So in addition to the smoke, which could you imagine living next to a, a someone who's constantly smoking meat all day long in a like live a, next to you? That's right. Industrial strength, uh, you know, industrial size uh, outdoor grill. And, and the problem is, is they don't have um, they don't have a ventilated system yet because they're uh, the, the way they cook certain days. They they wheel their stuff outside and they, they their grill, so they're constantly billowing smoke. Now I'm not sure that's an live, ordinance, but you no. Know, if you live close to this. Real quick, I just want to break in real quick. That's Dave Chappelle at the Turkey Lake Hut. Yeah, when he came in a couple weeks ago. Yeah, so they're always there. So it's very it's very popular, like I said earlier. So thank you for proving my point again. I'm trying. So I, was, I work for you, man. That's right. So, But if you live close to there, you know that your entire house, everything in it is going to smell like barbecue. So that's where this noxious stuff is coming from. I would, uh, that, that complaint. But I, I think there's something else involved here. Because if you read the uh, the complaint, they're saying there are other things that are uh, that are creating a range of activity, right? And I think this has to do with the long lines. Right. Imagine waiting three hours. It's not like you're waiting three hours at a table. These are lines that are wrapping up and down the street. So what that's doing, you know, that is bringing a lot of traffic that wouldn't be there otherwise, a lot of people that wouldn't be there otherwise. And with this kind of uh, um, popularity can sometimes bring in drinking uh, and being a wild. lot of uh, there's a different element of people that sometimes would be in this neighborhood that wouldn't be there otherwise so but this is a popular thing and, and these people are seeing some wild success and this a Houston this is a city known for this so they're I know they're working with the we're city we're known for turkey legs we're known for, for food um, we uh, I know that they're trying to figure out a way to create a build us a, a, a facility that could ventilate their smoke but they're running into like city uh, permitting issues yeah so I think that the city has kind of looked away um, for a while on this, but they're gonna. This is gonna force them to react. So, but I hope they can get this resolved. I do understand um, the the residents. It just seems like they could come to a better understanding and an agreement there. Because you know, how would you like it if everything in your house smelled like smoked meat? Well, if I could, so I obviously no, you can't actually. I have overseen several restaurants being built here. We go Houston and. I'm not. I know for a fact that we've built some restaurants that will remain nameless. My the company I work for that um, cooked outside, and there was never an issue with that. Um, now I do know that if you use certain types of kitchen equipment, you have to upgrade to a certain type of exhaust system. Like it's called a Type One or a Type Two, and they can get really. I'm talking thirty, forty, fifty thousand dollars to get the right exhaust system. So it's probably. They're having to move it. If they are to move this indoors, they're going to have to spend a shit ton of money oh, to get the correct no exhaust. doubt, no doubt. But I think so it's a money thing as far as they're like, I ain't going to pay that 100%, shit. hundred percent, but I think they are seeing enough success that they, they could very easily put this together. They probably just don't want to spend the money on it. Well, that that might be. But, you know, so <laughs> there's a couple other components here that uh, it's an unfortunate uh, set of circumstances. And... Uh, the, the national media attention has been picked up on this. There has been a uh, an element of maybe this this place is being singled out because of uh, uh, there might be a racial component here. I've been waiting twenty minutes for you to say that. Yeah, and I don't necessarily I don't know that to be the case. I I, I do want their success. Uh, you know, uh, you know, I, I think that they uh, that I, I wish they can work this out and figure out a way to find figure out a way around this. Maybe even the city can help them get this uh, sorted out. You know, maybe uh, uh, fast track some uh, permitting to for them to build a structure because I, I, they have got to have enough 
uh, motive, momentum behind them that they could get a facility built. Uh, Brower, can know. I can I break in here just for a second? Go ahead. Okay. All right. Two things. Number one, um, their homemade shrimp, spinach, and turkey Alfredo tamales look unbelievably amazing. Number again, one. Again, that's one of the videos they do, and it's like Hold delicious. On. That's that's one. And then number two, um, their restaurant is located pretty much near the widest of the widest of the richest of the widest people in this fucking city. And, um, that's all it really is. And now, now listen, so I do, I do know though that, um, like outdoor barbecue places, like these craft barbecue places, they've, they're, they've seen very, very similar type, um, uh, issues going on, you know, between neighbors and restaurant establishments. And sometimes typically what they do though, actually, I read about this in Texas monthly is they just get a really, really high smokestack and then it, you know, it brushes it out above like homes and all that stuff. So it's not constantly being fanned. Yeah, because I don't think there's a rule that you, restaurants cannot cook outdoors. I've yeah. not come across that. No, it's, I mean, so it's just how they're going to ventilate it. But aside from that, I think that's, you know, that's the issue that they're really going for. But, but the thing is, I think the turkey leg place, it's fucking insane. You got to wait like three hours to get in there. And while you're waiting, you're drinking. And they have this, like, huge mimosas and, like, all sorts of stuff. I think people maybe are probably getting a little out of hand. You know, they're, they're having a good time. There's lots of components lot, here. Yeah, yeah. So, it's a lot of noise, probably a lot of fucking loud music. And, you know, I just think these fucking rich white people, they just don't want that near them, you know? I yeah, think that's, so they get, that's basically Well, it. they're probably parking in the street, too, the and patrons, look, which means they don't have... If they want to have a party for their kids, there's no parking because you're yeah. taking up. I mean, that could be it, too, yeah. I yeah, mean, I don't, no, I don't, we're, we're spe- I'm speculating, but... Well, I, I mean, I'd say it's a safe assumption, and, and I would agree with you that that's probably... There's a little bit of that, but uh, I don't know that them being white necessarily has anything to do with it. I mean, they could just be an affluent group of people who have bought these homes here that they paid way too much for and uh, are now being... Uh, 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 inundated with uh, loud noise, smoke, and yep. extra traffic and extra people that would not normally have been there otherwise. Good point. So, uh, but anyway, uh, have you guys been following what's going on with HISD? Yeah, they've been reappropriated. Right? That's right. Abbott came in there and gobbled them up. They are no longer a, uh, a, a, a an independent school district. They are now owned, taken over by the state. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. The Houston Federation of Teachers has filed a lawsuit against the Texas Education Agency to stop its takeover of the Houston ISD School Board. The teachers' union union is arguing that the state takeover is unconstitutional and discriminates against people based on race. Oh, wow. Zef Capco, the president of Houston Federation of Teachers, has gone as far as to say the state's action to take over the district is flagrantly unconstitutional and has nothing to do with kids giving uh, or giving kids a strong public education. The state takeover was announced on November 6th, and part of the state's reasoning was a continuing, continual failing of Wheatley High School. Wow, one school they're taking it up. Well, I think, but no, they've had a number of other schools. Oh, in, for sure, yeah. I mean, over the, the years. The union so. believes the takeover will not only negatively uh, impact minority children and deny their right to a quality education, but it also defies the voice of the voters since the new school board members were just elected. Well, that's the problem. They weren't just, ele- I think they were just all reelected. Exactly. Right? I mean, I don't think yeah. if there was an option to, Hey, by the way, do you want somebody to come, come, come and take over your school district? They probably would have voted for that oh, because HIS- HISD has been shit for years. And well, there was some corruption in there too. Right? Yeah. With- I mean, it's been mismanaged. It's, it's a horrible school district and they had it coming and I don't think anybody's surprised. Yeah. No, I mean, it's, 
and not not to mention the amount of waste that goes on at these schools. Yeah, I, look, you know, I, 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 you're talking about someone who's benefited from that. Um, I was talking to a at a meeting the other day with a contractor, and he was telling me he he'd done some work for a school that uh, he redid flooring, spent hundreds of thousands of dollars on this flooring at the school, and two years later they tore it down. They they do renovation wow. jobs mm-hmm. that will that for two years and then tear the tear the schools down, or you know or they'll they'll build something new and tear it down. So it, it's they have uh, that's just on the construction side. I can't imagine what they're doing from on the other side. Yeah, they're probably buying the, computers they don't need or bloated salaries for administrators that have no purpose. You know they have no job. So the biggest fear right now is uh, is is people losing their jobs. Because they're they're gonna find like, yeah. all the waste, the inefficiencies in the system, and they're gonna say, okay, we're gonna start cleaning house. And Which yeah. I don't, is that a bad problem? I don't. It think is so. if you want your job and you suck at it. Yeah, you know? but I mean that will open up more money for quality <clears throat> te- teachers, maybe. Yeah, but where are you gonna get those quality teachers into teaching these like schools that are like Title Nine and like not great schools to be teaching at? Right as it is right now, HISD, Aldine ISD, they're always they're all. I mean, you know this. They're they're they search for teachers at you know at the Midwest. Our uh, five year old's teacher is from Georgia, the she's state or first, the country. First year, the country. Yeah, she's speaks, in speaking English. Yeah. Speaks French. No. She's like, I work all day, no complaint. <laughs> I teach children. You know, I'm good at it. <laughs> yeah, she just moved here from Georgia State. Oh, okay. Like this year. Huh. Yeah, my my kid's teacher's from Louisiana, so there's that. Uh, well, so yeah, I mean, we we all know tons and tons of Midwesterners that are here teaching students that would have another. Uh, they they their options where they lived were like twenty seven thousand dollars a year. They can come down here and teach like you know kids that are going to probably throw something at them for like fifty two. You know, so it's like uh, I'll take that, and and you know it's 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 effective, but whatever. But uh, so we'll see if uh, HSE can catch up to that. Or whatever it's going to be called now. I guess it'll still be called HSD. Mm, but, I don't know. Uh, or maybe T-I-S-D. just HSD. Take away Te- the independent. It could be Texas ISD. <clears throat> anyway, so uh, here's a hero story that I wanted to share. About a sandwich? No, about a hero person. Oh. Uh, an ex-McDonald's worker has, ha- is hailed, has been hailed as a hero and labeled as the Robin Hood of McNuggets after revealing that, he, <laughs> that during his entire time of employment with the fast food chain... He was slipping an extra chicken nugget into his customers' meals. Ooh. If that doesn't restore your faith in humanity, nothing will. That's awesome. Sometimes when humanity's in a darkened place, a hero emerges who brings light to every corner. In this instance, that hero's name was Cody Bondurchuk. He no longer works at McDonald's. Yeah, he's probably in prison for fraud. He's probably the, like, McBurglar. What's that guy's name? The- yeah, so he confessed to his actions on Twitter, uh, and he happens to be a Canadian guy. He, he says, I worked at McDonald's for two and a half years. I put 11 nuggets in almost every 10 piece I made. <laughs> it's little things. Since the tweet was posted, it's been like nearly 900,000 times and retweeted about 80,000 times. <laughs> That's the kind of engagement such courageous and thoughtful act deserves. When first encountered by authorities, he said, what are you talking about? Yeah, one of the one of those who responded asked a very pertinent question: Did anyone ever thank him for his mick kindness? <laughs> That's great. Yeah. So. When asked how old he was, he gave them a one year off. Come to yeah. find out, he couldn't even. No, one count. year plus actually. He couldn't count. One year plus. Anyway, well, what else, Brower? Got anything yeah, else? Yeah, what else? Uh, no, that is it for today. That's so. good. Man. All right, the end. So turn it off end. now. No. <laughs>
Yeah. Well, hey, everybody, that is uh, that is our cast for the week. Happy Thanksgiving. Want, there we might want, be a hey, surprise we, cast on Thanksgiving, everybody. Merry Thanksgiving. Do we want to talk about the uh, Christmas party we're going to be the doing? The first uh, We've got a few details to hammer out, but we're slowly putting it together right now. It's right for our Christmas party, and it's going to be a big event. we got a oh, band schedule. Oh, yeah. by the way, can I tell you? Well, maybe I'll save this for our next, uh, our quick little Thanksgiving cast. Yeah, oh, you will? Good. Okay. Yeah. Man, sounds juicy. Okay. I'll go ahead and cue the music. Yes. All right, hot. everybody. It's really hot. Here. Yeah, it is. No, it's not. It's okay. I'm gonna go with hot. All I don't right. like it. It's okay. You look annoyed. Please change the music. No. I hate you. You always say that. Why do you say that?